0: Welcome to Stories from the Heart. I'm Sandra McDevitt. Today, in Stories from the Heart, a little about the unknown apostle, St. Matthias. St. Matthias is a patron saint of perseverance and hope. He was chosen by Lot to replace Judas. Stay tuned to learn why we should honor him on another Stories from the Heart. St. Matthias, the Unknown Apostle The Apostle St. Matthew is much more interesting in his life. That spectacular conversion to apostle and a gospel to rank him as one of the world's greatest writers. But St. Matthias, close as that name is, is quite a different person. Actually, even his feast day lacks affinity. Before it was February 24th, but if it was on a leap year, then February 25th. And after Vatican II, now it's May the 14th. His biography draws a blank. So, what in the world ever happened to St. Matthias? It's all very strange. For once in his life, a man named Matthias felt the hand of God rest an approval on his shoulder. Everyone recalls the scene. During its course, the greatest lottery prize of history was raffled off and won by an unknown named Matthias. He won the twelfth spot in the apostolic college, the one left vacant by Judas. The whole incident of that choice was high drama. Peter, who could not think of Judas without angry eloquence, faced 120 of the brethren, he spoke of Judas fervently and consigned him to the field of blood for his restless resting place. Then he asked a decision on the lucky substitute to be lifted to the ranks of the apostles to take his place among the generals of Christ's church militant to be lifted by a stroke of fortune from the deepest obscurity to the heights of glory. Like another take his office, he said. And in a final brushing of judas the new man must be from among the men who walked in our company all through the time when the lord jesus christ came and went among us from the time when john used to baptize to the day when jesus was taken from us the company unanimously chose two candidates who fulfilled all the requirements one of them evidently was a distinguished disciple joseph was his name And to his family name, Barsabas, the disciples had added a fresh and complimentary name. He was called by them the Just. Now, when the inspired word of God takes the trouble to record the fact that a man has rated the name Just, that is more than a little like inspired canonization. It was Joseph or another person, for there had to be two candidates. So they named two. Joseph called Barsabbas. Who had been given the fresh name of the Just and Matthias? Matthias sounded much like an afterthought. While the ways of the Lord are unpredictable, the apostles and their companions prayed fervently on the vital choice. They turned the decision over to God Himself, let Him pick the better man, since the whole future of the church was at stake and the directors were involved. God must be responsible for making this decision. So the lots were cast, and the lot fell upon Matthias, and he took rank with the eleven apostles. Joseph, his rejected rival, for all the impression he had made on St. Luke, the historian of the event, simply disappears. Matthias takes rank with Peter and James and John and Matthew. He steps into the place once filled and then deserted by Judas. Possibly even the treasury was turned over to him. Although about this time, the apostles discovered that money is a problem, distraction and temptation, and something well left to the care of the deacons. But if Joseph disappears, the amazing fact remains that so did Matthias. After all the build-up and the dramatic selection, he vanishes. So little is known about him that the ancient historian assigned to write his history for the bravery could find no history to write. Yet Matthias was a man who, from the moment John the Baptist hailed Jesus as the Lamb of God, knew his companionship. As one of the couple sent out in the first missionary invasion, he ranked high among the disciples. The eyes of Christ it is true passed him by when he chose the apostles out of the disciples' ranks. Yet he had to be rated and accepted Christ's call. Christ's friendship and remained a faithful member of the second group who were the immediate followers of Christ. Then, as only a handful of men had been, Matthias was tapped on the shoulder by God. A real tension of expectation must have gripped the 120 when they picked the best two and presented them for the Lord's own choice. A lot fell and their eyes swung in admiration to Matthias, God's chosen, God's elected. However just and honorable and saintly Joseph might be, in the balance scales of God, Matthias outranked him who was chosen to be numbered among the apostles. Great things might well be expected of this new apostle. After contact with the public life and survival of the ordeal of the Passion, Matthias had been marked by a choice that said, this is God's man. And then, like Joseph, his defeated competitor, He slides into the shadows of history. If, in a sudden foray into the spiritual and historical sleuthing, you try to figure out what happened to him, you meet silence, legend, lies, and fiction. The early historians simply cannot agree about him. Perhaps he preached in Judea. Well, who didn't? Or was it along the shores of the Caspian? He was crucified in Ethiopia, a city called Caldas which is interesting simply because Caldus isn't in Ethiopia. But the idea of Ethiopia intrigued the later historians, so a novel was written by some unknown Greek and called the Acts of Andrew and Matthias. The yarn plunges into two monstrous adventures. Matthias, who even in fiction can't turn out to be a hero, is captured and rescued by Andrew, much the more glamorous character. But another historian has another story entirely. He maintains that Matthias was stoned to death by the Jews right in Jerusalem. So it turns out that Matthias was rather a homebody who never adventured into foreign lands in the cause of Christ and never got a literal stone's throw away from his hometown. And if this confusion were not enough, the historians then get Matthias muddled with Matthew possibly describes of those days had a penmanship that matches many to be intelligible. The high romance of Matthew's life is shared with Matthias just by a trick of similar names. Next, the legend has St. Helena, mother of Constantine, bring his body back to Rome. But, nope, that's not true either. You go baffled and frustrated that for one blazing flash of history a glorious man simply fades out. The disciples regard him as their top man. God selects him for history's 12 leaders. He steps obediently into the place assigned to him and might as well have stepped into a bottomless well or a hermit's cave. Of later years, St. Jude has become enormously popular among the distressful of Christendom. After all, St. Jude was a letter writer who saw to it that he had a message to direct from his pen. But who praises St. Matthias? I cannot wonder if he is pleased with this long vacation granted him by the neglect of the faithful on earth. St. Christopher, undisturbed in his heavenly rest for centuries, was suddenly given change to people who sit back of the wheels of autos tearing up the highway. It could be, however, that he is just a little wistful over the prayerful neglect. Even in heaven, I should imagine a phone call pleading for intercession might be agreeable. St. Matthias, you mustn't be very busy. How would you like to take over my simply impossible problem? Personally, I think he might be pleased and complimented and quick to respond if in our day and age, after 20 centuries of uninterrupted holiday in heaven, he suddenly became a popular patron. However this may be, I find St. Matthias personally very encouraging. He has cheered me up no end. I've no doubt that God had high purpose when he directed the lot to choose matthias instead of joseph god's vision must have foreseen what historians stories have missed the greatness of this obscure man's apostolate he would not have been appointed if a misfit or a waste searcher the place already spoiled by judas who had betrayed his master god's eyes could follow his journeyings which were perhaps too fast for historians to catch in more than a magnificent blur Matthias might have been too busy preaching to write letters. He could have been so concentrated converting souls to Christ that he had no time to record in history the wonderful things he had seen between the baptism of our Lord in the Jordan and the ascension of the triumphant Savior. Perhaps he was the glorious failure among the apostles, whose humble acceptance of setbacks gave rectitude to the others. He may have been the prayerful one who when James' pearl from temple towards the pavement took up that stern man's life of prayer and penance, but obscurely and in secret. Matthias may have generously served his brothers while they set the world aflame. His may have been the candle, match, tinderbox, or hearth, while theirs was like a prairie fire. There is a challenge and problem in all of this. This man who had been chosen by God for one of history's key positions who never made a visible mark on history. Well, I anticipate some pleasant afternoon when in heaven, Matthias may sit down and tell me what really happened. It will be the story of success, no doubt of that. God would not have chosen him to be a failure after all. One twelfth of the apostolic college could not be a do-nothing. He did not come alone among the apostles with empty hands to the Lord of the harvest. He was too great in God's sight to be, well, just mediocre. He must be Matthias, the unknown hero of God. If you didn't already know, St. Matthias is a patron saint of perseverance and hope. So feel free to call his intercession Maybe he will become as popular as St. Christopher. St. Jude, well, let's hope so. St. Matthias, pray for us who get excited about so many of the wrong things. Thank you for joining us on Stories from the Heart. St. Matthias is written by Father Daniel Lord from Catholic Hearts Magazine. To listen again to this or any of my stories, go to the Ave Maria Radio Archives. Background music by David Phillips. I'm Sandra McDevitt. May God bless the rest of your day. Missed a show? Not sure if it came from Ave Maria Radio? Go to AveMariaRadio.net. A list of shows and hosts are there. And if you find the show you're looking for, you can hear the whole thing again by going through the Ave Maria Radio audio archives. For years, we've recorded nearly every show from Ave Maria Radio. Just click on the audio archives message located at the center of our homepage. Now you even have more reasons to become a radioactive kappa by going to AveMariaRadio.net.